Modernist cat wee wee. I went for a walk the other day. And to carry in the shopping, that's that's like that's really lethal. Strenuous. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I've done my arm in from carrying the shopping. I went, I went for a walk on Sunday, I think, and like it was really weird because like I thought in the, I could see ahead of me, like I thought it was like a rat, and then it went up to like the the mini Tesco's, and I walked around the corner thinking like I was probably just run off like in the back bit of the Tesco's or something, fair enough. But no, round the corner there was this lady who was looking at us going, is this your weasel? Is this your weasel? Is this your weasel? It was actually a weasel. That was just like running around. Running around, running around, running around. It was really cute, like she was sort of like going, oh, hiya, to the weasel. Oh, hiya, oh, hiya, oh, hiya, oh, Where do you live? Yeah. it was either, I think it was like a someone's pet weasel that just like pegged it. Peg it if I was a weasel. Yeah, just. I'd be like, fuck this shit. The weasel probably was sick hanging around with humans just in lockdown or something, wasn't it? It was probably like, fuck this shit, I'm going out. But like, weasels, they're really cute. When you actually meet a weasel, they're like, they're like a mini, they're like a mixture between like a cute dog and a, and a, a cute cat. That sounds really cool. But it was right next to a road, and we were like, well, who do we call? We can't, like, just put a post on Facebook and go, someone lost a weasel. Someone lost a weasel. We crossed the road at one stage, and, and like, there was this la lady who we didn't know who... What was really nice was that we, I got to talk to a stranger in the street, and yeah. I'd done that for about a year and a half. <laughs> And that was just really weird. It just felt like, oh fuck, this feels weird, but also nice and normal. To nice and normal. To nice and normal. To nice and normal. Whilst whilst looking at a weasel cross the road. Just like, well, sure, it'd be all right, and then we just carried on with our walk. So it was okay. a bit. I'm oh, sorry, I know, it's a bit of a sad story. Isn't it? Sarge, don't discourage the boy. Weaseling out of things is important to learn. It's what separates us from the animals. Except the weasel.
think there's a real need now for people to converse in person. Yeah. And so I, I've, I've had to interact with certain people. Yeah. Like handyman and um, who else? Some a, a removal guy and an estate agent. And on all three of those interactions, it's just been way too much energy, too much like (laughs) too excitable, too much information, you know, (laughs) come away from it feeling like you've had like four espressos, like you feel jittery because and it's just like oh shit man I, I'm not I don't know how to converse in a natural way anymore yeah I've got this weird thing we started getting the uh, those hello fresh box where you cook Easy. the meals but it's like the same delivery guy every week it comes and like he started calling me mate and because <laughs> Because I like never leave the house. I'm like, oh, I get to see my like my friend today, and it's like the highlight of my day. He's like, oh, there you go, mate. I'm like, oh, cheers, mate. And then I'm like, that's my only human act interaction that isn't with the, you know, my wife. You'll develop it further, like next time. All right, mate. Where were you born? Yeah. And then he'll Fine, <laughs> mate. I'll add something on each time. Yeah. I'll face you a cake. Bubble up with the with the Hello Fresh fan driver. Do you want to be in a my bubble? Do you want to be in a my bubble? Do you want to be in a my bubble? All my adverts on like YouTube are just like Hello Fresh. It's like a tyranny. I can't escape it. Everywhere I go is like obviously in, in the marketing like grip of HelloFresh right now. I don't like it. I just keep on buying it to see the delivery driver. We we mainly get it when we sort of we sort of realise that we haven't got any food in the house and we don't want to go for a shop. We're like, oh we can just get next week's meals delivered. I'll just go to Asda. You got a car though, we don't have a car, it's like it. If you got a car, you can just do your shopping. But then if you get a car, you don't get your walking exercise if you have a car. I do like driving, I've got quite an old car and I've still got a CD player, so I just like, I like, I never, I've never, I'm a bit of a Luddite, I've not got into downloads or, or the return of vinyl, I've never got involved with, I just keep my CDs and I'll just bang, bang out a load of CDs in the car and it's amazing. Amazing. I like CDs and I like records. I like, I still like cassette tapes. I've kept all, all my family's cassette tapes. They think I'm crazy. They're like, what are you going to do with all these cassette tapes? And most of them are my parents because I didn't, they weren't mine. And 
I've got all these mixtapes that my brother was given by people and all kinds of things. And it's like, when are you going to play that? But I love them. I love it's, them. But the, the like, mixtapes you get are really good because sometimes you get like a little burst of like the radio from 20, 30 years ago. I remember, like, I used to record stuff off, like, Radio 1, and I I wasn't cool enough to understand. To, I, I listened to a bit of John Peel um, after Steve Lamack, but I'd always find John Peel really boring. I'll just, I'll listen to Steve Lamack and get, like, my popular stuff, and I'll be like, yeah! And then, and then John Peel would kick in and play like something like the 1930s. And they'd be like, what is this shit? And the band is called simply Dance. I am, um, I used to be like obsessed with the local radio station. But one of my earliest memories is going over to the library, going onto the local radio station's website, and then printing off every page of their website, and then going back and like looking at this website, but on like a physical copy. It's... What? Yeah. You, printed wow. off, you printed off the website. It printed off the <laughs> the local radio's website, and then I went back and sort of just had it and looked looked at it because we didn't have a computer. <laughs> so you had a whole website put in your hand. Yeah, it was on bits of paper and I was, yeah. What was the best bit? The About Us page or...? Um, I think it's probably the bit about the DJs, I imagine. Because um, I used to quite like the DJs. On the bios? Yeah. I think in the schedule, I think they used to get weirdly excited by the schedule being typed out. Here you go. Have a printed out page from the internet. Internet cafes. I remember that. That was the start of it, wasn't it? How, how, what was it? Like you pay full time? You paid for like an hour or something. Yeah, like a pound. Have you, have you still got your MySpace account? It must be. Unless it's been deleted by someone else, I assume. What wasn't the whole thing shut down at some point? I remember when I was at uni, there was like the new MySpace, and we went on there for an evening. For an evening. For an evening. For an evening. Well, you know, it was like, we saw it on there and then we were like, oh, let's look at it. And, but I don't know, it can't, no one must, no one must be on my space. I, uh, I was in a band at school and I got kicked out because 
I was metal enough, basically. So after that, me and my mate Neil started up this thing called the Turnips, which was we, we invented our own genre called Farm and Bass. It was drum, drum and bass, but with like farmer vocals. And we put this song on MySpace, and this guy in Newcastle, this skater kid with his MySpace profile, was like. Oh yeah, I listen to this track when I'm down at the skate park. It's really amazing if you've got any more. It was really weird, just me and my mate just got a fan in Newcastle. That's really cool. I like that. It's like, I think that's when everyone realised, oh my God, I can actually communicate with anyone in the world. When I was a kid, I remember having a couple of pen pals. The most exciting thing that happened when I was a kid in that, with regards to communication, was one of those, you know, sometimes some people, that thing when you're a kid where you tied a note to a balloon and then you let the wind carry the balloon off. The note said your address and said, if you find this, please can you write back to Marnie Goddard, that's me. Like really kind of earnest and sweet yeah. and, like, and, it, and it went off and I forgot about it. I got a letter back and oh, it was from some child in Milton Keynes. Wow. And they found it and they were like, we found this um, in our local field. Lovely to meet you, Marnie. I was like, oh my god. And they had and they had the torn up red balloon inside and like oh, wow. That and was the coolest thing ever. Where did you set it off from? Just from my garden. Like on a windy day. I think we waited for a windy day. But where was your Unless... garden? Where was it? Because how far did it travel to get to Oh goodness. In South Yeah. Yeah, I can't really work it out, but I remember my parents were like, That's a long way. That's a long way. And I was like, Whoa. Greenwich to Milton Keynes, that is far. Yeah, that is far, isn't it? I mean, I hope you've got Milton Keynes right. Imagine if it was just like Lewisham. <laughs> it's down the main road. <laughs> it's just maybe the Milton. guy was called Milton Keynes. Yeah, maybe that was his name. It does sound like Lucian name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a really big Lucian name. That's the Sandy person's name. It will take you 18 hours to walk. Greenwich to Milton Keynes. Oh, Eight wow. hours, forty-five minutes. Or, That's not bad. We should we do that one? An hour and a half of the train. We'll recreate the route of Marnie's um, balloon. God, I wish I could find the letter. Like, oh, maybe I should search for the letter and write back to them and go. Do you want to reenact it or sort of like something weird yeah. like that? And they'll be like, no. Yeah. <laughs>
a long time ago, you freak. Yeah, but we don't live in the same house. No, probably not. Yeah. A long time ago. You can imagine what your kid's picture book like that, couldn't you? A kid's book set in Milton Keynes. Yeah. I'm Mr. Tumble. Tonight's bedtime story is all about the new city of Milton Keynes. Get ready to run, run as fast as you can. For this story is called The Centre of the New City of Milton Keynes. It'll be one of the biggest shopping centres, I'm told, in Europe. Once upon a time, a little old man and a little old woman lived in a cottage near the new city of Milton Keynes. One morning, the little old woman decided to bake a gingerbread man as a special treat. Half an hour later, the gingerbread man was baked and the little old woman opened the oven. Suddenly, the gingerbread man jumped up and ran through the open kitchen door. Stop! cried the old woman, running after him. I want to eat you! But the gingerbread man wouldn't stop. <laughs> he didn't want to be eaten. I think the new towns are the one positive achievement of British planning since the war. They're a national investment that actually shows a profit. For all their faults, they're the envy of almost every other country in the world. At home, they're often denigrated in spite of their virtues. He chanted. <laughs> it was like one of those things, though, messed in a bottle. It's like you just don't think anyone will ever find that kind of thing and normally balloons obviously don't travel far so you know but um yeah that was my first mode of you know reaching out to somebody and that's really cool it was cool 